Please join me for the first listen. One, two, three. In, In spite of ourselves, ourselves, we'll end up sitting on a rainbow. Against all odds, honey, we're the big door prize. Welcome! Oh. Howdy. <laughs> that was a fan request. If you guys actually send us requests, we'll try to do it. Um, if you hear us eating... Andrew's eating. It's just me. It's just applesauce. He likes to eat. I do too. I just don't have his metabolism. Yeah. But welcome to the Gamer and the Granola. Podcast episode three. Yes. He's the gamer. And I'm the granola. And we're going to talk about some stuff. Yeah, stu- stuff. <laughs> Exciting. Okay, so last time on Durbiber. Or our podcast. Our podcast. We say that every time we watch Survivor. Survivor. Yep, that's good. Um, what did we talk about? We introduced ourselves. Yeah. What do we like to do? Yep. What we don't like about each other. Yep. Some marriage nugs. Some marriage know. nugs. I don't even know if they would. You would call it. They were some kind of nugs. <laughs> <laughs> they were something. Um, Very interesting. Yeah. So should we tell them what's been going on since then? What's been going on? We went to see Grandpa Elmer. Elmer Melvin, my yep. grandpa. Turning 88. Yes, he's precious. He told me his war stories. That was cute. It was one. It was, it was good. It was, it was good actually time. good. I, I'm proud of him because there was a time where he couldn't talk about it. And so I'm glad that he's gotten over his PTSD. That's good. Or at least to a point where he can talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. I hope that for all people who've suffered trauma. Yes. Yes. Um, that drive was good. Um, while we were there, <laughs> my family is just, I actually have a, an actual crazy side of the family, and then I have a less crazy side of the family, if you want to call it that. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> um, my dad has eight siblings, so not eight of the nine were there. Um, we sent a get well soon card to the one who didn't show up. <laughs> Yep. I don't know if she was actually sick or not, but, and then Andrew, uh, I thought this was funny because my dad and my brother walked up to me, both of them individually and said, congratulations, really loud. And then they hugged me and I was like, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill you guys. And so then when we were sitting there, my brother kept shooting this, uh, I don't like, even know. It was like something know. to hold a box together. I don't know. It was like a fancy stretchy tie and i told andrew that he had a better shot than me and so (laughs) he shot nick in the face and then it ricocheted off nick and hit my dad and i was like haha payback (laughs) probably proud of you love you thank you what else is it um i don't know if anything else happened i went to des moines That was fun for you. Yeah, it and was. Me, I guess. I, yeah, Andrew <laughs> had a weekend to himself, and he was able to do whatever he wanted, which is just typical Andrew things, yep, as he was, once told me. That was good. Yep, I went to learned about generosity. That was fun. Yeah, and I saw my friend Caitlin and her precious cat, our godchild Charles. He's a little sometimes. I don't know if we can add bleeps or if you just want me to swear. I don't know. I don't know. He's a little shit sometimes. Um, <laughs> he woke up at like 3 a.m. Oops. And uh, decided that he was going to let out the cries of his people. And then he shit in the bathtub. And 
it was it was a good time. Good time. Also saw my friend Linda in her new house. Uh, sometimes I forget how naughty I am, and I set one of her Alexas to have an alarm go off at 3 a.m. and she texted me the next morning and I was like, <laughs> yeah, I forgot I did that. Happy housewarming! Yay! Woot. Yes. <laughs> Exciting. So. Um, and then we just wanted to give you all an update on the amazing race. This might be our last one, but. (laughs) Probably we finally finished our application and sent that in for review. Yep. And they said, we'll get back to you if we want to take you any further. So. If we don't hear anything. (laughs) If we don't hear anything, you know we didn't make it. But if we do hear something and we're allowed to tell you, we'll let you know. Yeah. Yes. Fun. It's fun. Okay. So I have a question for you before we get to the meat of this podcast, dear. Okay. What's that? Okay. So I think that you're very, you're a lot more like, um, What's the word I'm looking for? I have no idea. Oh, I don't know if I want to say like intuitive, introspective. I don't know. You think a lot. Okay. And you have good thoughts on things. So I want to know your thoughts on... Oh, yeah. Kukin. Kukin. Explain to the people what Kukin is. Explain what Kukin is. Um, I took his virginity again. It's like... uh, like a sweet bread, it's like a pie, it looks like a pie with a sweet bread crust. And then it, on the bottom there's like fruit filling. So we had raspberry and rhubarb. And uh, and then on top of that there's like some, kind of like a cream cheese or cream puffy stuff that's kind of dense on top. It's yummy. And then what's on top of that? Cinnamon? I don't know what's on top yeah, of that. Yeah. <laughs> what were your thoughts on it? So it is the um, state dessert of South Dakota. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty good. I would eat it again. Would you recommend it? Sure. I don't know where people are going to get it. <laughs> well, I can give them recommendations if they want. You can go, go to, to South Dakota. Yeah. Go to. There's two places in South Dakota. Where you can get it. And uh, they're both East River. Apparently, there's only two. There's one... Up in the north and one down south. But there you have it, everybody. Andrew's thoughts on Kukin. I thought he was going to be way more excited because he tried Kukin for the first time. But, (laughs) alas, here we go. So, (laughs) what are we talking about this week? We're talking about the grit behind the granola, quote unquote. Yes. So, uh, if you didn't see, that's the name of our podcast for this week. And, um... Yeah, we're going to give some background. I feel like this is going to be a probably a few segments just because there's so much to it. And there's yep. so much that we've learned and and stuff. So, yeah, we're going to give you some info on how to be crunchy and why we like to be crunchy. Yeah, crunch, crunch. So you've been warned. You can you've end it now. <laughs> um... What's my thought? Okay, well, so. Why don't you ask a question? Sure. <laughs> what impacted you so profoundly that you got interested in going green slash zero waste? Um, question mark. Okay. So <laughs> I used to not care um, 
about this really I actually used to kind of laugh at people like when this was a big thing in 2008 I was like oh this isn't a big deal you know whatever always kind of grew (laughs) up like knowing what recycling was but not really thinking anything beyond that what about you um I'd say like my family recycled stuff like cereal boxes and like milk gallon jugs and stuff like that but we weren't like looking to to uh, decrease our waste in general, yeah. I'd say. or, like, consumption. I just, like, I remember, like, there was a time where I just wanted as much stuff as I could get and, like, consume as much, whether that would be, like, with clothes. You know, I just thought that, like, I totally bought into the, like, consumerism and whatnot, materialistic lifestyle that, you know, is pushed on us by our culture, which, I mean, which is, you know, if that's what you you know, like... I don't think I have, I, I have regrets now, but I'm not going to judge people, nor do I really, like, feel as much guilt as, you know, one might expect um, for feeding into that, just because I didn't know any better. But I would say that things, like, really started changing for me when we went to Grand Portage. Yeah, GPSSP 2016. Boy, <laughs> we had a hashtag. It was pretty cool. <laughs> Very we life changing cool. trip for both of us. I it think was. in different it was great. ways. Um, yeah, one of the I think the skills for both of us. We I mean we went to uh, um, Green Portage. Do you want to explain to them where that is for people who might not know yeah, where that is? It's like right on the border of Canada. Um, like in Minnesota. Pretty, yep. Northern, super north Minnesota. We actually threw snowballs at Canada. Yep, it was fun. Yeah, it was a great time. Take that, Canada. No, Canada should take us. <laughs> I would go there. I would be Canadian. I know. <laughs> I know. Um, but so we were just, we hung out at a church there and did some some work and hung out with kids a lot. And, and it is on the Ojibwe uh, reservation, which um, is a Native American reservation up there. And, um, I actually grew up in an area of South Dakota with a lot of Native Americans, um, primarily Sioux. Um, I have a lot of friends and even family that are Native American, but I don't think I ever took the time to understand them, um, or their culture, or even, um, I was just really arrogant to the struggles that like Native Americans have faced and just just didn't want to know you know I yeah <laughs> I was ignorant and arrogant yeah so and I'm from Sioux County and they don't really talk about Native Americans too much so and Sioux is actually spelled like S-I-O-U-X like Sioux Falls but we always joke like where are the Sioux like we live in Sioux County but where are the Sioux <laughs> and so I think for both of us, this trip, like, opened our eyes to race relations, um, but also, like, how we view our faith and just the world in the same way um, that the Ojibwe do and just Native Americans in general because um, they're all super resilient and they have this love for the earth and protecting it that just profoundly impacted my life and honestly changed I would say the trajectory and just how I view things and um, consume and people who I, like, want to stand up for 
and stand with, not even just stand up for, but, but stand with in, um, yeah, talking about their resilience and Native issues and issues with the world. Earth, yeah. Earth-wise, too. Yeah. <laughs> where, where to go from there? Um, so, should we tell them, like, maybe what Jake told us? <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, so... So Jake um, was the uh, was the pastor at the church there, and yeah, we spent a lot of time. He was a great guy, but he was telling us about um, this mining operation or this um, oh, what was it called? Anyways, it was they were mining for for oil and, and other minerals and stuff like this um, in in the Grand Portage area. Um, and just up by the Boundary Waters. Right, right. So they were. They're, these people were destroying um, the natural habitat for lots of, lots of different animals and and um, and plants and and everything like this. And there's no and honestly like for these people too because right. they depend so heavily on um, just the wildlife and stuff. Yeah. As a, as sources of food and. Yeah, and. It was dumping like their waste from this mining and these extractions into the lakes is what they were trying to do. Right, um, and so all this is going on, and so they're destroying the boundary waters, and there's not really any other boundary waters in the world. There's nothing like the boundary waters in the world. Um, so that's like something very unique to um, Minnesota and in southern Canada, I suppose. But so these Native American people were trying to stop this from happening. Obviously, it's it's taking away their livelihood and their culture and and what they stand for and believe. But this billion dollar company or whatever just kind of kept painting them as like, oh, these crazy indigenous people are trying to stop all these jobs from from being created and and all this stuff. But it's more than just. More than just oh, like we don't like what you're doing. It's more like you're destroying the earth, and you're taking away our jobs and and, and our livelihood. livelihood. Yeah, and our culture like so, this more than yeah, just more like than just, there's like cultural things for them and just like very sacred and holy things that would be destroyed, um, for for them. And so, uh, you can actually follow this. Uh, it's Save the Boundary Waters. They are still doing different like legislative things that um, you can sign, you can just read about it. Unfortunately, um, the different like protests and appeals and stuff that they have done like haven't helped. And so they're probably gonna start that soon. Yeah, so you should look into that because it is very important. And I think like too, on that trip, just like seeing like how the um, indigenous like people in the Ojibwe like respected and like just like loved the earth for what it gave them and like for what they could give back right profoundly like impacted me too um and i had this realization there that because andrew and i weren't even engaged yet but i was pretty sure we were gonna get married i've known (laughs) i knew um (laughs) but i just remember like sitting there and being like i want you know my children and my grandchildren to experience this kind of beauty and then it was really like eye-opening to think that like if these people come in and do this or you know if I don't start changing the way that I do things um, I won't have this my kids won't have this my grandkids won't have this and that was terrifying for me 
Yeah. So, um, so we came back from that trip and I think that's when I started, I was like, okay, I really like want to learn just like small changes that I can do. I don't know when you started, what would you say you took from that trip? What did I, um, just opened my eyes, I think, to be more aware of, of what we're, we're doing to the world. Um, instead of just being like, oh yeah, global warming is bad. Like why is global warming happening? Why, why are people... Um, just throwing stuff away in like in uh, national parks or or different stuff like that. Like, why is this going on? What what are some ideas that people have to to stop this from happening? Um, I guess are just some some of the things I took away from it. And then I would say I really started going more green in order to get married. Yeah. Um. I because th- I lived in an apartment by myself for that year of college, uh, well, not by myself, but without Andrew, with my roommate, Natalie, shout out to you. Um, (laughs) and during that time I was like, oh, I can start like making these changes and doing this kind of research and like implementing it myself. Cause it was my first time like living on my own outside of a dorm where I was like, okay, like I can really do this however I want. And so we, started I don't even know I started by getting a lot of like the stuff for the house like secondhand and I feel like that's something that I've always done is like shopped secondhand and whatnot but um two I didn't realize I don't know if it just didn't click in my little pea brain or what that (laughs) pea-sized brain that um plastic does not go away ever it just stays and it's like yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's just there forever and I started to learn about the harms of different microplastics and thinking about how it just like gets into our food system and yeah I think just like realizing too how much oil goes into like making plastics each year and disposables more oil is used um by that industry than by cars and like planes like using fossil fuels combined every year to make plastics and those just don't go away and I think it's less than 10% of the plastics I don't know I can get this statistic for sure that are produced or that have ever been produced have been recycled which is terrifying and I think a lot more people are opening up to it now and the realization of like oh this is like getting into our oceans and animals are eating it and right. dying from it where they're like oh well this is a thing but like how can i how can i change this right yeah now that all the coral reefs and stuff are dying dying <laughs> yeah we believe in climate change it's okay if you disagree with us science i don't think we're gonna ch- you're gonna change our opinion and i don't think we're gonna change our stance on this but <laughs> just like flat earth yes yeah. Yeet. It's all about that dinosaur earth theory, though. Gosh. Um, <laughs> so, um, what are some practical steps that we started doing besides just, like, shopping for things secondhand? Um, what are some ways that we've, like, eliminated plastic? Do you want to talk about that? Eliminate, sure. Um, so, one of the ways um, this started about when we were putting together our wedding registry. Yes. Um, we were started looking at things that didn't include any plastic pieces at all, so mainly like glass or metal um, or wood, um, anything that's 
That's more natural. Silicone, we're kind of iffy on. We think it's a better alternative than plastic as far as like leaching chemicals and stuff. However, it's still, if we can choose um, rubber, not. you know, any natural material over silicone, we try to do that. Yep. Yeah, so that, we try to do that. Um, Mikhail's taking up the the habit of um, asking people for, like, today, or recently, she's asked people for um, markers and stuff so she can recycle those. Um, There's a lot of programs, really, like, for anything that if you want to recycle it or dispose of it, like, appropriately, there are very good ways to do that. TerraCycle accepts pretty much anything. Um, Crayola, so the markers, I put out a thing on Facebook every year, usually twice a year, um, for anybody who has markers. Um, they'll accept any kind of markers, and they'll recycle them. Um, they, you Sometimes you get, like, coupons from them. I don't know. But, like, Brita, too, like, you can recycle their filters through TerraCycle. You just have to have, like, a five-pound batch of waste. So... Yeah. Um, yeah, but like we tried to get our containers um, that we like take food in are they're, they're all glass. Are all glass? They have plastic lids, obviously, but no, you can't really have a glass. Glass lid. That was the best alternative, I yeah. suppose. Yeah. Um, we have metal lunch boxes, which are okay. We can only take cold foods in those, so. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of a bummer, but otherwise we just pack, you know, if we want to warm something up in a glass container. Um, yep. We reuse our plastic bags. Yep. We have bees wrap. Which is a really cool thing. It's like a... It's cotton. It's cotton, okay. Yep. So it, it has, it's like a cotton sheet. There's, they come in different sizes, um, but they have beeswax on them, so it can be like cling wrap. It's a great to cover, alternative. To cover some... So your dishes and, and whatnot, um, and those last for about a year? Yeah, a year. And then you just um, cut them up, and you can compost them. They'll disintegrate because they're cotton. I actually didn't realize textiles and the um, amount of waste that comes with that. It accounts for over 10% of all the waste dumped, the textile industry, um, hmm. every year. Yeah, Andrew just learns all these new things. Yeah, all right. <laughs> And um, if you, like, there's synthetic fibers that um, can come off of clothes that are made of synthetic materials, so not cotton or wool. Um, so examples of this would be polyester. Um, there's fibers that come off, and those end up back into our water stream and can get back into our bodies via we that. Drink it up. Drink it yum, up. Yum, yum. Eat it up in your seafood. Seafood, yeah. Yum, yeah. sushi. So, yeah, that's, um, we try to buy, like, more natural, uh, fiber things, as in, like, clothing articles, so, um, we have cotton napkins that we reuse, yep. very easy, it actually saves a lot of money going, not having to, being crunchy, not having to buy napkins, yeah, or, just, there's a lot of things, things in general, yeah, our bathroom is officially, uh, as far as like our shower goes and just um, different things, products that we use in there is officially plastic free yep. as of a few months ago. Yeah, have all shampoo bars and soap bars and 
everything is a bar. Yeah, yeah. So those are packaged. A free. mini bar. Yeah, no, we don't <laughs> have a mini bar. <laughs> You'd probably like that. No. <laughs> um, but that's pretty cool to just have that stuff be packaged free. You produce less waste. It saves more money. It's all natural. Good for your body. Because I also didn't realize how many chemicals you are accepting. Yeah. We use bar deodorants. I do, at least. We switched to an all-metal safety razor, which is really nice. And when we're done with the blades, we just collect those and take them to the recycling center, which is really nice. Yeah. It was kind of a pain when we first started using it. I called it Sweeney Todd because it lanced off part of my ankle, but rip cankle. Same. (laughs) But my face instead. Yay! (laughs) Yeah. What else else do we do? We have plants. Oh my gosh, I love my plants. Literally green. They are literally green. They are, and they're so nice. Um, We make our own soaps, too. So, like, like laundry, laundry detergent. detergent. I'm looking into dish soap, but we still have a big thing of that that we're working through from when we got married a year and a half ago. Um, but, yeah, it's really, it's fun. Again, don't lance your finger off making that. I got that one on the grater when I was grating the soap. Grating. <laughs> um, and I think, too, just being conscientious of... Um, if we can ride our bike somewhere or walk somewhere instead of drive, that is good too. Um, how we use energy, we try to unplug things when we're not home, and that saves yep. money too, which yep. is nice. That energy bill, though. That energy bill. Yeah, and so I think that that's pretty much it. And what we're going to talk about for this part, there is a lot that ties into this um, as far as changes go that we like have adopted but we decided that we're going to break this up just because it can be overwhelming (laughs) we'd be talking here for a while (laughs) yeah we um yeah and so we've tried to break this up for you guys um and two because it's it just like it takes us so long to go through all of the changes that we've made and why we've made those um but things like minimalism and intentionalism as we call it tie into this as well and just like being intentional but that will be for a later episode so let us know what you think honestly you can find us on instagram yep at gamer and granola podcast yeah um we don't have a facebook we're still trying to get on apple so on itunes but yeah Seriously, respond to us. We, If you have any questions about this or just practical changes that you can start with, we'd love to help you out. We'll answer your questions and maybe fulfill your requests, depending. Yeah, depending. We, we <laughs> sing. So. Now we, uh, now we do. Now we do. So there's that. There's that. Oh, But yeah, have a great week, you guys. Thank you for listening. Don't do drugs. Stay in school. Or, Sex can wait. Masturbate. <laughs> oh, toodles. Mate. We're gonna spat our noses right off of our faces. There won't be nothing but big old hearts dancing in our eyes. 
There won't be nothing but big old hearts dancing in our eyes. In spite of ourselves.